Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. My favorite thing about Armoire is all the different style and occasion options from casual to athleisure to night out, work formal, work casual, a total of eight different occasions, three weather options, and 11 categories including accessories, outerwear, and blazers, just to name a few. With Armoire, you can always have something new to wear without the hassle and closet clutter. You know the feeling. You open your closet, it's full, but you have quite literally nothing to wear. You're bored with everything in there. Enter Armoire. Armoire allows you to rent high-quality designer clothes for every occasion. Whether you're planning your outfit for date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for a black tie event, you will be the best-dressed person in the room. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off the first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash parenting. That's armoire.style. A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash parenting to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Village podcast, Parenting Beyond Discipline, the place to learn about all things parenting and get your questions answered. I'm your host, Erin Royer. I've talked about raising responsible kids in a couple of podcast episodes, but I haven't talked about teaching kids to take responsibility. And while they are related, they really are two different things. Something happened with one of our kids this week that I think is an important lesson to share and discuss. As all parents run into this at some time or another, for most of us, it will happen more than once. What do I mean by teaching kids to take responsibility? In this case, I mean teaching them to take responsibility for their actions, their choices, their words, and therefore accepting whatever consequences come from those actions and choices. Some children are just naturally much better at this than others. I have one who generally takes full responsibility right away for anything anytime she's done anything. If anything, she may take things too hard. That's a lot of anything. But anyway, if she hurts someone, she's usually the one crying longer and harder than the one she hurt. She feels terrible, even if it were a complete mistake. Another falls in the middle, and the other, well, he rarely takes responsibility for anything. Again, this doesn't mean he's irresponsible. He's not. He does what he's asked. He's good at doing what's expected and taking responsibility for getting his work done for school or packing and unpacking his backpack. He's fairly responsible kid in that way. 
But when it comes to taking responsibility for making a bad choice and then the outcome from it, it's always someone else's fault. He really struggles with this. So this past weekend, we were at the tennis club. They have free lessons for kids once a month. I was sitting in what they call the loja. It's just a room with tables and seating where you can work or visit with people. I had been sitting there with my husband, and I left my stuff at the table with him in charge to go put on my swimsuit to swim a few laps in the pool. After I got out of the pool, I go to my husband, who has now moved himself and the stuff from the table to the lounging area beside the pool. He was lounging, not the stuff, but anyway, I'm digging through the backpack. I'm asking him if he got my sunglasses. My eight-year-old jumps up and exclaims that he left them on this tennis court and runs over to find them. What? I'm starting to fume. These are not a $20 pair of sunglasses. These are a pair of Ray-Bans I got as a gift from my birthday. So apparently, he had gone into the loja to visit with his dad for a few minutes and decided to pick them up and wear them back out to the tennis court. And then he left them there. He was gone for what seemed like forever. I'm hoping he finds them because I don't want to give the consequence I'm going to need to if he doesn't find them. But he's taking so long, I'm thinking this cannot be good. In reality, he was probably gone five minutes. I walk into the main lobby to the front desk to look in the lost and found, and he's already there looking. I was furious. I couldn't hold... Okay, I'll be honest. I didn't hold my tongue. If cartoon anger were real, I would have had steam coming out of my ears. I've never been so furious with him. I start in on him right in front of the admin at the desk. Do you have any idea how much those cost? What were you thinking taking my sunglasses? Those were not yours. You didn't ask. You took something that didn't belong to you, and on top of it, you were irresponsible. Blah, blah, blah. I don't think I went on for too much longer. He was definitely panicked, even before I walked in. I could see it on his face. The fact that he couldn't find them. He felt terrible, but even so, he exclaimed, it wasn't my fault, it's the person that stole them. Of course, I went back to lecture mode. Then his dad took him back to the tennis court to look. The entire time, our eight-year-old was feeling guilty and crappy, but still trying to pass the blame and assuage his own feelings of guilt. He got more lecturing from my husband, I'm sure. And when they got back, still with no sunglasses, I was so mad. I just couldn't talk to him at the moment. He was still lamenting about how it wasn't his fault, about he gave them to a friend to look after them, and then he left and he forgot. He didn't know the friend's name or if the friend left them on the table or took them with him, how it was the person who stole them who was to blame. So I'm going to take a break from the story for a moment and what more was said, what the consequence was given and why, to take a few minutes to talk about taking responsibility and why it's important. So let's be honest. There are a lot of adults that suck at this. Adults who don't take responsibility for where they are in life, for the choices they made that got them where they are. And if we're honest with ourselves, we all do it to some degree in some area of our lives. But our hope is for ourselves and for our kids that when we do, that we don't stay in that place for long, that we recognize and take stock of our situation and our peace in it. Why is this important? 
It's actually very freeing. It's empowering because it means we have the power to change things going forward. Yes, I've read a lot of self-help books and watched a lot of lectures, but it's true. If we are always seeing ourselves as a victim of circumstance, that's a crappy place to be sitting. If nothing is ever our fault, then we can never change anything in our lives and make it better that we don't like. I don't like feeling powerless, and I don't want my kids growing up feeling that way either. Do we have power over everything all the time? No, of course not. But we need to learn how to recognize the difference and then teach our kids how to recognize the difference as well so we and they can make better choices next time, going forward, or whatever. So let's use weight loss just as an example because it's pretty black and white and the results are right there for us to see and are very concrete, unlike some other things in life like stress levels or happiness. So if I set a goal to lose, say, 15 pounds, then the outcome is completely up to me. I use this because I tried for a very long time and I just didn't lose a single pound. I got so frustrated. I was like... I'm getting too old to lose weight. It just won't come off. I kept trying everything or so I thought. To me, there is nothing more important than my family's health and well-being. We all know the quality of the air in our home is important. But did you know indoor air quality can be up to 100 times dirtier than outdoor air? I've got to tell you about Puro Air. In 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, dander, and gases from the room. Puro Air uses a stronger filter called a HEPA-14 that filters pollutants at a microscopic level and is backed by scientists from Harvard and MIT. In laboratory studies, users saw noticeably cleaner air in just 30 minutes. When it comes to babies and children, there's nothing worse than dealing with a cranky baby or child who can't sleep because of congestion. Air purifiers can help reduce congestion and improve immune system function to fight those winter colds and flus. I use my Puro Air purifiers to clean the air in my home, especially in our bedrooms while we sleep. It has a quiet, relaxing hum and cleans the air from pet dander, allergens, viruses, dust, mold, odors, and contaminants. It has four levels, low, medium, high, and sleep and four different timer options so you can customize it to your home and your needs. Check out Puro Air at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Puro Air is the only air filter that uses a HIPAA 14 filter. That's getpuroair.com. Hey, Parenting Beyond Discipline listeners. Ready to create a home that fosters love, warmth, and style? Look no further than Home Threads, your partner in crafting a nurturing environment. At HomeThreads.com, explore a thoughtfully curated collection of furniture designed for families who believe in positive parenting. From cozy reading nooks to durable playroom essentials, our pieces are crafted to enhance your parenting journey. Home Threads has an incredible selection of furniture, decor, and accessories like throw pillows, blankets to snuggle under for family movie nights or reading time that helps you create the warm, cozy home that is the foundation for happy family memories. I love all the great pieces I've gotten from Home Threads to finish the look in my home. Gorgeous yet durable and cozy accent throw pillows, blankets, and some really cute wall decor. I have an ocean theme throughout my downstairs, so I got a couple of really great wall pieces to finish that look. And some picture frames for the family photos. 
Visit HomeThreads.com slash parenting today and get a code for 15% off your order. That's HomeThreads.com slash parenting to get your code for 15% off your order because great parenting deserves a great home. HomeThreads, love where you live. I finally talked to my sister who had lost a bunch of weight and she recommended a particular eating plan. So I started using it too. And sure enough, I started losing weight and pretty fast. So when I looked back at my behavior when it wasn't working, I realized I was fooling myself. I'd eat really well for a few days and then I'd feel like I'd earned a treat. So I'd eat some ice cream or a couple cookies or whatever. Or we'd go to a party and I'd be like, I was good all week so I can have three pieces of pizza or even two pieces of pizza on a cupcake, whatever. The truth was I wasn't really trying. I thought I was or I'd convinced myself I was trying hard, but I was cheating too much and it added up. I've now lost 10 of those 15 pounds. Now when I eat something that may not be the best choice, I remind myself that if I want to keep losing, I shouldn't eat it. But if I eat it and then don't lose anything this week, I need to be okay with it and accept it because that is the choice I'm making. Is that food worth the outcome? I get to decide. Now I take full responsibility. So now, of course, I've stayed at this weight for a month and I haven't lost any more, but that's okay. I take responsibility for my choices and the outcome. I am in control of all of it. I don't get frustrated anymore. When I'm really ready to lose again, I know what I need to do. And this goes for quite a vast portion of life. Yes, some things we cannot control. I have arthritis. As much as I want to get rid of it, I can't. That I have to accept. And believe me, I've tried. I've tried to wish it away and meditate it away and eat it away from you know healthy foods. I've tried everything. But I don't have control over that. I can live healthy, eat healthy, keep my weight down, exercise, stretch and stretch and stretch and take my medication, see my doctor and get the blood tests he requests. That is where I have control. I accept what I cannot change and I take responsibility for the rest. And this goes for everything else in my life, careers, relationships, all of it. That's why these lessons are so important to me and to teach my kids. They need to learn to take responsibility where they have it and be honest with themselves. That's the big part and that can be the hardest part, being honest with oneself about it so that we can be empowered to change the things we have power over. And that's 90% of our lives. Now, the daughter that we took into our home has made huge changes in the last seven months with us. She's gotten rid of a lot of toxic people from her life. She's got a steady job at a great company that pays her well with great benefits. She's made new friends that are goal-oriented. She quit smoking. She quit biting her nails. Her anxiety has improved so drastically. She started college All of these things are her choices. She's made to be a different person and none of it was easy, but she's doing it. She's committed to herself. She's making great choices and I'm really proud of her, but I'm getting a little off topic. Okay, so here we are, our oldest son and the sunglasses and us as parents, the first really big opportunity to teach our oldest about taking responsibility for his choices. This is not a fun place to be. It sucks. This is the part of parenting that honestly I 
hate. I'd rather bail him out and just explain it to him and say, next time you have to pay for whatever property you lost or damaged. But what is that going to teach him? That I will bail him out, that I feel bad for him and it's too hard to teach him the hard lessons. And there will be a next time. Why? Because he's not going to learn if I bail him out or let him off the hook. Next time, it will be something bigger, almost guaranteed, if I don't step in now. So I have to talk with him and explain to him that he needs to pay to replace the sunglasses. My husband and I sat down after we got home and decided that we would give it three days to see if someone turns in the sunglasses to the lost and found at the club. But if not, he needs to pay to replace them. Unfortunately, no one has turned them in yet, so he is going to have to do this. But with that, we gave him a choice. He can pay for half of the glasses out of his savings account and work off the other half, or just pay for the entire thing out of his account. If he decides to work off the other half, he will have six weeks to do it. Any balance left after six weeks will need to come out of his savings. I'm going to have to take him to the bank and have him withdraw money from his account and hand it to me. And it's going to hurt. And it's going to be hard. And it's going to hurt me even more because I know that that money means a lot more to him than it does to me. When my children hurt, I hurt. So in a way, when we as parents bail our kids out and skirt around teaching them these lessons, it's for us. It's not just for them. We don't want to hurt. We don't want to deal with the crying and the pleading and the whining. But that just hurts our children in the long run. And in turn, it hurts us too. Because as they grow, we won't always be there to let them off the hook or bail them out. They get into bigger and bigger trouble. Bigger kids bigger problems, and they don't know how to handle real-world consequences. They grow up deficient in this area, so we have to grit our teeth and do the hard work for everyone, but mostly for them and the rest of the world that has to deal with them as they grow up and go out in it. So I'm here to just say that no matter how amazing of a parent you are, and we are, our kids are going to screw up sometimes. Sometimes it's small and sometimes it's big. That is not a reflection on us. How good we are at communication or discipline or how much we love or care for our kids. They are people, growing, learning people, and they will mess up. Just like adults mess up too. What does reflect on us is how we handle it when they do screw up. That is where we have the control and we need to take our responsibility in teaching them lessons so they can learn to take their responsibility. And that is a huge gift. We are not responsible for our children. We are responsible to our children. We are not responsible for the choices they make, for the things that they do, but we are responsible to teach them better ways. If you have a question about teaching kids how to take responsibility or anything else, please send them to podcast at yourvillageonline.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.